1: Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2019. Yeah. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Lisa Bolacaja is out, but mm-hmm. we got the Wu Tang Clan in the house. <laughs> yeah. getting, getting ready for the new Wu Tang Clan Wu-Tang docu- for life. documentary coming out in May. You see that forever? Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Wu Tang,
2: baby. <laughs> All day, every day.
1: <laughs> Cream, papers. get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, mm. so we got a cool ass episode for you guys today. Starting out my man, Tracy Grant, writer himself.
2: CCC, director, back in uh, Pandarosa. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be with you. Exactly, exactly. Right.
1: How's life going with the, with the marriage, man? It's um, really Marriage what? is good.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to wifey. Yeah, of course. Uh, Welcome Stacey, to the game, my son. Stacy, thank you. <laughs> Stacy Price Grant. Um, Try to get her to come along today, but mm-hmm. she, she sends her best. So good. And thanks to her, I'm allowed to continue to... Rock with my scripts, the pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, one sample of which you are aware. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the feature. Um, there is a discussion about um, speaking of Wu Tang, another music biopic. Oh, yeah. Let's not say his I'm name. Like say ooh, but it's
3: yes. exciting.
2: That's um, exciting. Right? Um, and. Chris was very supportive About that offline mm-hmm. um, Getting ready to do a website So I'm you know I'm doing my thing Yes Not just taking up space In Hilliard's
4: office <laughs> What you trying to say man you trying I'm to say I'm taking up space In Hilliard's
2: office Why want not jump off like that I'm not speaking <laughs> this episode <laughs> Come, Come on I'm going to say 10 words
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Yeah. laughs> you're already at your limit oh, yeah. no, no no I, I said just, you're already <laughs> Turn off that mic Cut that mic like, Off bitch <laughs> Then we got our big bro In the house Jeff Thorne what Writer and producer up? himself What's going down, Jeff? Uh, you know what? I'm free. Uh, uh, my show's done. Are you free to do what you want? I'm free. I'm out here uh, gamefully
4: and happily unemployed writing some specs. <laughs> um, my Black Panther just wrapped up last yes, uh, last weekend. Are um, y'all nominated that? for something? You know, we are nominated for an Did Image you? Award really? for Outstanding Children's Production. Okay, yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Well-deserved, you know. <laughs> it's, all you, it's all it is, you. It is. It, you and your team. Is, that's right. It was all just me. I did all the animation, all the voices. It was just me.
2: I am Marvel. I am Marvel. Secretly, it's all Off-air, Jeff gives it up for his writing team <laughs> the, completely. Yeah, very, are, very team-oriented. And the <laughs> actors,
4: everybody. Everybody makes that show like they came to play. Yes. Team Panthers for real. For real. Um, and that's it. On what know. channel is it on? People uh, it can, was still on Disney, can still watch Disney, Disney right? XD. Yeah, and if you get the Disney app, it's just up. The whole season's just up. You can get it on. If you want to buy it? Quest. I don't get any money out of it, but if you want to buy it, you can get it on YouTube. Uh, you can get it on YouTube where there's five free episodes anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on uh, Amazon, the normal places. Man. Um, it's a great show We really We really uh, did something different This last <laughs> My season My husband
1: He's so funny It's like he forgets things That are on TV yeah. Cause every week It'd come on And he's I'd like, be Oh yeah And I'd be in there Watching this cartoon He'd be like What, what are, you are you watching What are I'm like, for the fifth time, this dude. Jeff this show. <laughs> you need to watch it. It's awesome. And he's like, oh, yeah, like every freaking
4: week. People, you know, because it's a cartoon, <laughs> but it is. It, anyway, it's there for you. It's finished. It's a right. whole complete story like a book, like mm-hmm. you start from the beginning. It's serialized. It's chapter, chapter, chapter. Right. So you can't come in, in the middle. You got to start from the beginning and go to the end.
1: Um, but Let's give a shout out to those actors with those yeah, voices, too. Oh, my God, the
4: entire crew of those guys, James, Daisy, Roger, uh, Laura There's a Rango oh, There's Kat so Kavarian many was on there <laughs> Kat, 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 Kat- 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 Yeah Kat- I mean There's really too many And I'm gonna think I'm not gonna try to name everybody Because mm. when I miss one Then I'm a jerk <laughs> But um, They really uh, they, <laughs> they came, came to the play. play Everybody came to
1: play right. that
4: I I'm about to do a poster Of just the Avengers y'all
1: Really
4: I was uh, By the time you hear this It'll already be out So I can spoil <laughs> it <laughs> that But that's bad. my gift to the cast I'm gonna do a, One of my little Avengers posters I've, been, I've made three of them And I'm okay. gonna do one That's just for the cast Of the show The regular cast Awesome uh, They were great And you guys you, you. you should watch You should watch it It's just fun it's, You'll have a good time It's not that's the fun. movie It's not like the movie It's different than the movie
1: all right Where you at Chris Where was I where you at Chris What's up Chris Welcome to the show <laughs> <laughs> Oh now Oh now he ain't talking i a lot to this? say before <laughs> <laughs> I'm good I'm
3: good I'm good I'm good I'm just uh, Chris just Derek everybody yeah, in just, the house I'm just I, You know what I'm doing Which I shouldn't be doing Because I have other things I should be doing <laughs> But I'm so Isn't
1: that always what you doing You say that literally every, every time I'm freaking in. Here. Week. Yeah, this, is,
3: this is
4: something
1: I really shouldn't be doing. You say that uh, every time I'm in here. I go, What her name is, what her name is.
3: I'm rewatching uh-huh. the expanse. Okay. Huh. Have you seen this show? Uh-huh. Yeah. I fucking love this show. Yeah. It's a good I've show. seen it before. Good show. And I'm four episodes in on the first season again. And when I f and the thing is is I love how good it is. It's so good later on, but mm-hmm. I've, I but I forgot how good it was in the beginning, how, how strong the acting choices, the casting choices they made were so really right. spot on. And it's just such an amazing show. And I just kind of wish it, it, it got more excitement. But Amazon I, I, just I, revived I, 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 it, Yeah, right? they did revive. Yeah, that's why I'm watching again, because I can't wait season four. But it's kind of like, you know, it's like as much hype as there is about Game of Thrones. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is Game of Thrones in space. This mm. is the Game of Thrones show in space, and it's it's it's, it's more exciting. Okay. So real quick, mm-hmm. uh, Dark Phoenix trailer, yes, no?
2: Oh, uh, please don't get me started. I
1: haven't seen it. I don't plan to see the movie. <laughs> what you got to say, Jeff? Tell me. Right.
4: Right. Just let the thing
2: dig, die. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm messing with
2: comic book purists. I'm (laughs) I'm cool with the trailer. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could watch the movie, (laughs) but I'm a bit too much of a purist. Like my my issues, I already see (laughs) is like reconciling the '60s original X-Men with Mm -hmm. this new thing that they did later Mm -hmm. on. I'm I may not be able to get. Past that. <laughs> All but right. That's, that's not a knock on you, the trailer or the film. <laughs> Do you want to hear the real story? Because I don't know
4: if we have time. Um, go ahead, give it to it. All right, two things. I said this before, so it's not anything new, but the same problem that they had with the Star Trek Into Darkness, which is a rework of The Wrath of Khan. Um, <clears throat> the problem that the movies have is they went too hard on Wolverine, and the yeah. whole point of the Dark Phoenix sta- saga. Is, is the negative culmination, the tragic culmination of a, of a love story mm-hmm. that went on for almost 20 years at that point between Scott and Gene. Right. But because the movies and, frankly, the comics until recently, you idiots, um, you, you punked out Cyclops Completely. in favor of Wolverine, right. you <coughs> destroyed massive drama points, massive sort of underpinnings of your story hmm. that make it something other than just random people in spandex beating up other people right. in spandex. So to do the Dark Phoenix story without that component and you can't have it because they didn't yeah. build it. Yeah. There's no pathos there. Yeah. Is just a story of power corrupting. Okay, duh, snore. I've seen yeah, that. Seen Don't it. care. Yeah. Um, so it might be yeah. great yeah. effects wise. I'm sure the actors are going to come and bring their A game and all that. I
3: like Sophie Turner. The girl I love who plays Sophie her Turner. God bless
4: her. her. God bless yeah. her. She's yeah. great. That's By the way, I'm betting on Sansa to win the game. It's going to be Sansa Stark. <laughs> so you might. heard it here. So it's might. all Sansa. Right. Sansa and Tyrion are going to run that shit. Watch. <laughs> uh, but, um <clears throat> But, yeah. But see, uh, yeah. But see, so see, they see, took see, out the see, thing see, that made it see. why it's significant yeah. is that.
3: That's why I've always had a problem with the X Men movies because I feel they always they 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 undercast and underwrote Cyclops. Well, it's not their
4: fault, because at the time when the first X-Men movie was made, Marvel had spent almost a decade punking Cyclops out in favor of Wolverine. I know. Like, Wolverine sleeps with everybody. Wolverine's mm-hmm. the best at everything. Even though when they first introduced him, Cyclops spanked that little punk motherfucker. But those, <laughs> but see, yeah, like, but, like but, it was a joke. See, yeah. But see,
3: the, the <laughs> thing is, is that to me, I started reading comics... I remember getting it was maybe three issues after Dark Phoenix the saga it ending. Oh okay? wow, so that's when, first when you started? started reading. Damn. So with, it, with it like with like the Sidri Hunter, right, right, and and, 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 and like Jesus and Dave Christ. Dave Cochran, right, Paul Smith, right, the best X Men, Paul artist, Smith, the best X Men artist was going on. I was like oh, What is this story I need to go back And read it And it was It was, it was such a more Richer Richer Storyline And then as they yeah, And then as they They evolved Wolverine more It became less interesting To me As this is a comic
4: He's boring He's just knives That's yeah, all he is You know So Hey look He's a villain Like the Punisher mm-hmm. They made the Punisher show Look great The only version of the Punisher I've ever liked Have been uh, Punisher 2 mm-hmm. oh, The two Punisher movies mm-hmm. I liked And the Punisher show because they did things with the character that the comics never did. Mm-hmm. And they also, in the in the sh- in the the show, he's broken. He's right. a broken, literally a mentally broken human being. Mm-hmm. And in the movies, he's kind of the villain. Like, the people he's killing are also villains, mm-hmm. but he's a bad guy. <laughs> right? In the comics, it's like there's this weird wish fulfillment that has been stoked and, and played upon in the fan base mm-hmm. where he's getting to do that death <clears> wish <throat> thing. And I wish I could do that, too. And I'm like, that's some... Toxic fucking shit.
3: Well, yeah, so. that's that's why I think he's a popular character. I mean, to me, when the punishment was just kind of like the. Little, I don't know. Is Chris talking more than ten? told shit. him to stop my talking. Ten,
1: my ten words already. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we I've steered got, him. Go go ahead,
2: go way ahead. you way past your limit. We steered him. We dropped <laughs> that in
3: there. <laughs> um, I just the comic. It was cool when he was coming as the villain and pop up for an episode or yeah, two. Yeah, he's a flavor. You know, the the, the we fought Daredevil was it was always really good. I think the the best version of Punisher as a <clears throat> as a main hero was that like five issue thing that like Mike Zeck did when he <sighs> went to prison. Yeah, that was the best. That was the best. Yeah. And after that, it was just like, oh, you know what? Let's but make him a
4: star. A he's a flavor. And I was as soon like, he's, he's, star, he's not a star. You're he's endorsing. Star. Yeah. And I'm so, like, you can't endorse him. He's no. He's a villain. He murders people. It's a tough spot.
2: Like, whatever. The, the yeah. comic book franchise and the film franchises are kind of two different things. Yeah. Same company, but we're talking. So I'm, exactly. hoping, um,
4: I'm hoping now that Marvel's absorbing the, the mutants that they will do their magic with them. I hope they start from zero. I hope they don't play, like, don't even try to sort of assuage the feelings of people mm-hmm. who love the original franchises because they're there. You can go watch them over and over again if you want. But... Uh, I would assume, based on track record, they ain't going to do anything like
1: what you've already seen.
3: They're bringing new actors, they're yeah. bringing everything we'll new. We'll new. And I would the leave Mutants. Wolverine
4: alone.
1: I would, personally, I would start with the group. Well, core they just group. killed his ass, so I'm sure <laughs> Well, I mean, start
4: it. with a core group right. yeah, of Angel, the original X-Men, Angel, Beast, 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 Marvel Ice Girl, Iceman, Ice and yeah, Professor X. Right. I hate to tell you people, Magneto is an evil, racist, Butcher, son of a bitch! He is not your your sensitive, oh. poor, broken little man. That's how they
3: made him weak too. They yeah. fucking soften him up he, in the, in the he, last ten years. He not was like, your he's, hero. He's not he good is, as a hero. He he's, a he's good monster. as the ultimate villain.
1: He's
4: he a monster. And if he's not played like that, I'm kind of sleep I'm asleep. <laughs>
1: Wow. On that note, so let's jump into the show <laughs> Y'all know how we do it on Rant Room We'd be going crazy up in here Don't get them started on comics Yeah, that, that's a whole that's <laughs> A room a, that's full a of a comic week, yeah, That's a, it's a whole other show, bitch That's yeah. yeah. a whole other show yeah. So if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get into the show okay. So Tracy, um, you brought up a cool little topic for us We've been talking about doing this for a minute But I think it's perfect time
2: Yeah, appreciate it <clears throat> um, So the Hollywood Reporter um, March 1st had an article Sort of covering the WGA's meeting mm-hmm. with um, a you guys large group of managers. I was at the first one, yeah. Okay. A meeting with <laughs> a large group of managers to discuss their proposed uh, new terms for agents, mm-hmm. and it was hard for me not to notice. How this article was sort of framed, and you know, Jeff was at the meeting. Wait, I was at the membership meeting. I was not at the meeting
4: with the manager. Okay, okay,
2: Okay. I didn't know that either.
4: Yeah, Yeah. Um, we were invited. We weren't invited. It's
2: March first. Hollywood Reporter. um, Jonathan Handel is the writer. And just to just to frame it for everyone, the headline is as follows: Writers Guild stumbles as it attempts to enlist managers in fight against agents. And I you know, I printed it for everyone. You can see you look it up. there's a picture of the guild building, mm-hmm. okay, which suggests third paragraph you know, this powerful yes, we're so powerful conglomerate
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, and you know I've been a dropping I've, a hammer on Hollywood I've been a publicist, I've been a journalist uh, and tell you guys kind of how the media works. I won't read the whole thing. we don't have time mm-hmm. for that it's all right. but a couple go of ahead. things that jumped out it says that the crux of the dispute between the guild and the agencies is the proposed new rules which would prohibit agencies from packaging films and television series, mm-hmm. thereby denying mm-hmm. agencies or sometimes extremely lucrative fees, and which would also prohibit affiliated production entities, which the three biggest agencies have established in recent years. Right. Now, full disclosure, I am not a WGA bigwig Um but obviously yeah, none of us are lawyers so let's Not an attorney right. Not on any boards okay. Just work a day writers I did attend uh, a committee meeting I think Hillary was at the meeting Where mm-hmm. some members were reporting back to us right. What these discussions were like And none of what I heard in that meeting Suggested that the proposals Would completely prohibit agencies From packaging films no. and TV yeah. To my understanding The proposals were going to the packaging process being a little bit more fair and equitable and kind of breaking the bread to include um, those of us who write the scripts that, you know, are the basis for these mm-hmm. packages. And then the part about which would prohibit affiliated production entities, you know, goes to double dealing like a production company and a studio if they're in the same area. Mm-hmm. You know This the, the idea of the proposal Is to prevent Their double dipping In that package Well there's more There's slightly It's
3: not just Double dipping For the This uh, this, is, this Well is let's the, explain it To the people Who don't yeah, know yeah, What the so, going so, on Outside I'll, I'll, of the gills. Uh, okay so first I'll of all Packaging this, is this
4: okay. For anyone who doesn't Understand uh, what yes, packaging please. is mm-hmm. An agency has A stable of If it's big enough Let's say the big four agencies right. They have a bunch of actors that they represent, and they have a bunch of writers they represent, and they have a bunch of directors they represent, and theory mm-hmm. they have a bunch of producers as well. Some of these mm-hmm. things overlap. What they will do is if they'll get a project, they'll go to a studio and say, we will We will manage all of this for you. This is the entire package. This star, this director, this writer, this this team of people. And the caveat is only our people will fill up the, the roles Only our writers Only our other actors Who aren't mm. the star And we get a cut Our directors uh, Everything Only our directors If it's a TV show mm-hmm. All of that Right And we get a cut of uh,
3: Residual revenue Right uh, No it's not just Residual revenue They pointed this thing out That is called 3 three ten, Which is basically That uh, and is that the agency will forego taking the commissions of all these people. Right. So That's all right. So, so all the creative people feel like I don't have to pay that ten percent pimp fee. Right. But but the three three ten is they get three percent of the budget of every episode. Yep. They get three percent of the licensing fee of the whole series. Yep. Ooh. They get ten percent of all profits ahead of everybody else on the stream. Off the top. Off the top the profits off of everybody and gross profits, s- not net. Oh, not yeah, gross profits. And what we know now, since this has been the case for the last five years, every show that is given the green light mm-hmm. is already profit. They don't even have to what? sell any. The show, the show. Look, they only green light shows that are that are already in the black. Uh, so right. they're already getting money before mm-hmm. it even airs. There are. I'm just saying, the, the show is profitable before it airs.
4: Before we get to any of the other minutia, this is this alone is a conflict of interest. Hmm. The agent's job, the way that they make that ten percent that they were talking about, we get paid, they get a ten percent cut for helping to facilitate us getting a job. Right. What Chris has just described is they're getting money from the studio directly, which places them, and they get more money from the studio than they get from their client, their individual client. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the equity of the agency is no longer with the client, but with the studio. Correct. So one can see how the organization that is the union of those clients Mm -hmm. would have a small problem with that. Now,
2: to the article, and I'm not disparaging, you know, the truth of the veracity of the article, but the point of the article was to say that in this meeting with managers trying, the the, the guild's attempt to gather support, because many of the questions that the managers had, um, the managers were not satisfied with the answers, and there are all these ino- anonymous sources, and managers won't say their names. Sure who had a lot to say bitches. about the WGA <laughs> being either unable or unwilling to answer these questions. And I saw this, you know, I knew I knew Hilliard was good enough to, to have me on the show today, and I'm thinking, okay, it's the Hollywood Reporter, so their ad revenue is driven by studios, the agents, like, we're not the ones who are kind of buttering their bread. Mm-hmm. But when they have these articles in the business section, and I think this Jonathan Handel has covered the labor negotiations before, mm-hmm. it seems to me they never miss an opportunity to kinda present us as the villains or, or the agitators, like we're the cause of the the problem as and you know, like, we're like we should be satisfied already, but you know, they can't come out and say that mm. because it's not true. It's very, but mm. it's it's very subtle. It's nuanced. Yeah. Mm. So the dispute, the discuss, the discussion is like the WGA is battling against yeah. The this a dis- battle, and it's a war. <clears throat> and We stumbled, and then all these anonymous people said it was a disaster, and they couldn't answer our questions. And it's like horseshit, right? So for for you newbies out there. One, this is why it's important to have outlets like the Rant Room. Because you learn, like, a lot of folks in the business don't care about Writers, except huh. for
3: other writers,
4: which is odd, considering okay. all of your other jobs depend entirely on us. Right,
3: <laughs> but that's why so. there is this high <laughs> degree of fucking animosity that is inherent in the business because everyone knows they can't even get the fuck out of bed and put and brush their teeth every so time. Until the writer, <laughs> I read who, these articles about people coming up with computers. That
4: think they can do our job. Yeah. Good see, luck see, trying see, to come yeah, up with that. Yeah. yeah,
3: it'll never work. It'll
2: and never I'll, happen. And I'll, you know, I it's, it's it's cool for me to have. Jeff here because we can benefit from his sort of firsthand. Mm. But the last thing, like a perfect example. So, Mm -hmm. and this may not be true, I don't have the details of it. I was, I learned recently though, SAG, like if you're an actor and you perform on a Netflix series, Mm -hmm. okay, your residuals for the streaming of that series are zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. No residuals. Zero, no residuals. Now, I haven't seen anything in the business section of the trades about that, but everything that we try to do, just to ask for and propose what's fair, it's a battle. It's a war. Uh, we're the ones instigating the we're problem. Over-reaching like we're overreaching. Setting the apple cart somehow. Well, that's how the plantation works. And yeah, but see, <laughs> you see, keep the slaves uh, yeah. under your boot. Well, thank you because I didn't think it was just me. You I was like, I don't think do. I'm I mean, tripping. No, no. But see, <laughs> see, but let me take it to my dudes. Yeah. And, okay,
3: so two things about this. Like one, this the, this guy who's covering labor. He he probably was upset when two years ago that the Writers Guild was was they got that that ninety five percent or maybe a hundred percent you know strike authorization mm-hmm. because because the last time the industry went on strike <laughs> in two thousand eight it 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 kind of crippled the city 07. In a sense, or 07, 08. Right. It, it, it kind of crippled the city and it was because of the writers ah, it didn't and, help me and, and you know I what? just squeaked in yeah, right. you know, I'm sorry it, to
0: cut
2: you off but you're I, it's probably the same person who's doing the coverage but the tone was the same the around just, strike right, authorization yeah, to, right, like yeah. we want a strike, Everybody right. wants a strike. Everybody nobody wants to strike nobody ever a, like, ever well, ever I, well, ever, take that. ever if you take that anything, back, I want a strike
3: no, to strike to no. get my shit well, that's
0: oh, what
4: but, I'm saying sure. that's a means to an end if you know if anything about labor a strike is a hammer right. nobody brings the hammer to the first negotiation right but if you don't
2: have any other leverage right that is the reason for doing it's a final result we
4: will no longer work under these conditions you don't think we're serious watch us step Away from our typewriters. Because
3: the thing that people, this 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 is where the debate, this is where the coverage is not being clear. It was never clear in, the, in all the shit I read during the strike authorization shit, all the shit, the business regardless of what the fuck everyone is saying, is making shitloads of money in ways they never have in the history of the game. That's correct. That's the why the, the WGA plans, was successful. They the, 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 like,
2: like, the, got the data. It's, it's, That's their real problem. They got problem. Power. the data. You can't argue like, with the numbers. Like this
3: whole concept about, well, you writers are getting paid, blah, blah, blah. They have, this is not anything I've read. Writer salaries have dropped 23% in the last three in the last three years. That is correct. 23% wild motherfuckers like less Moonves was we're getting $60 million A year Himself personally He Personally he was $60 million a year He was claiming At the last negotiation That the that the WGA Needed to cut $60 million Out of his pension And health For the entire Union that's Yeah that's his fee <clears throat> That's his salary it Doesn't mm-hmm. include his Kickbacks And, right. and, and his startups Feminism And, like that, and bullshit. like that That's his And so that's Where the bullshit is this, this kind of thing It's like You guys Don't make enough money Or you no know, no no Be happy with the shit We're giving you which is what Jeff was just saying. No. Look, no, there's no, no, a business no, no. model that right. describes what we're
4: describing. You fucking It's get an illegal million business dollars. model. You're, you're. It's a relationship between pimps and streetwalkers. <laughs> everybody laughs, and I said that at the meeting, and everybody laughed then. I'm not fucking laughing, okay? <laughs> it's real. This is pimp behavior, mm-hmm. and the difference is we're not streetwalkers. This is not an illegal activity where people can't we run. We to put our clothes back on? Right, stop it. <laughs> we 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 have a recourse. What's my condom? The recourse <laughs> is me, simply I'm to, to demand an <laughs> equitable Tri- is the b- demand That's equitable it. treatment? Not, ask they not. They don't lose
3: money. Oh, oh, and here's something else they said at the fucking meeting that these people aren't even saying. And, 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 and I'm just not speaking out of turn because the meeting was a few weeks ago. People, people didn't know this. They make producers pay a retainer. This is for movies. Mm-hmm. They make them pay a retainer, retainer to have access to any of the clients that are on that are at the agencies. What the fuck bullshit is that? Yep. That is perhaps why movies have sucked for so long because they. Because because people cannot put together Look, the, the core that they issue want to. is very
4: simple, uh, everybody's mad, and they have a right to be mad. All of the emotional stuff is fine, and I agree with all of it. Rants, throw things, be mad. But here's the bottom line: an agent's function is tied to my success as a writer. As soon as it is decoupled mm-hmm. from my success as a writer and attached only to the success of the studio, it is a conflict of my interest in being represented Mm -hmm. by that group, because they do not represent me. They represent themselves, and they represent the studio. So unless we can have a relationship Mm -mm. with our representatives in which they actually represent us, And it makes perfect sense for their salaries to be tied to our salaries. That means I don't have to trust you. I don't have to like you. You don't make money unless I make money. Then I can trust that you're going to go out and be my advocate. The instant you're making more money from the person who's trying to also pay me less money for my services, it it makes no sense to believe that you would do anything but work in the favor of that
1: other group. Well, let me give you an example. So one of my friends posted something on Facebook the other day. She's a high-level writer. She talked about when she first came in, she got staffed on a show, and she just happened to sign with a big agency, right? One of the top four. They negotiated her first season, two scripts, as a staff writer. Okay. Right? On a show that they were- That's muscle. That packaging. they were packaging, though. Let's get to the deal, right? Second year, they move her up to ES, uh mm-hmm. executive story editor, right? ESE. Mm-hmm. Not story editor, executive story editor. Right. And then so she got that jump next season. They were about to negotiate and the agent who moved themselves up because they were a junior agent, worked themselves up. And so they were like, well, great. Well, next year, we're going to try to get you as, you know, producer or whatever. The 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 agents came in and told them, "Uh, no, you can't negotiate against us. It's our show. So that she had to stay right there where she was. It is an inherent conflict of interest. See what I'm saying? The That's, interest is not with the client. I just wanted to give everybody an example of how that is it works well, see, exactly when yeah,
3: you're in the midst of it. Yeah. Now the thing about that, the thing is that Jeff is saying is is that to be an agent as opposed to a manager in California, you got to get there's like some you yeah, got to get a bonded lot. or something yeah. like right. this, and part of that is being a fiduciary dude mm-hmm. the, the the thing that this is akin to would be in the stock market where you know and this causes the whole problem with the fucking the bubble in 2008 is is that places like Goldman Sachs and everything like that they were taking money and not caring about the risk mm-hmm. and they were saying we're going to get paid if regardless. shit we get, she gets regardless i don't care yes. if, if you know what if 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 the country burns in flames mm-hmm. I'm still getting paid.
4: Also, we should if jump can, in and say this isn't all agencies, right? We're talking no. about these massive, the massive ones—the right? the only four ones in agencies can. that are forming their own right. production companies. Yeah, right. this ca-
3: See, now the thing is, it goes back to my. This is where I put the Karl, the Karl Marx hat back on. Mm-hmm. Is that they are being that they're, they're all being owned, or they got portions of the ownership has been now has been given to hedge funds, hedge funds and yeah, stuff like that? Which yeah. means they got to answer to this kind of money, and when you get to answer to money. You put your, you know, what you do is is that you put on spiked boots Hmm. as you step on the neck of these people because (laughs) that's how you got to play. You cannot let the labor get anything. Right. It's just inherited in our country to make labor feel like bitches and treat them like hoes. why we have for unions in the first place. place. Because if you don't do that, then you end up with, you know, it's just, it's it's the problem. Now, mind you... An article
2: talks about this, like because it mentions you know state law prevents managers (laughs) from procuring employment in that way. Have you ever seen a manager who didn't? You all become. I I will not
4: comment on the activities of a manager. (laughs) The
2: whole whole gist was the managers asking questions and having legitimate concerns Mm -hmm. and not being satisfied with what the guild, how the guild answered the questions, or the fact that the guild didn't answer certain questions. Mm But everything we just laid out is like they ignore that completely. It's just about Well, you know, it's shaping we're the trying story. To get managers together for our war against these agencies, and the managers aren't coming along like, well
4: my my understanding at the at the membership meeting because this was discussed we going you know someone asked what about my manager versus my agent right, right blah, blah blah. And the uh, the the leadership was basically we don't have a beef with managers. Managers automatically, because of the nature of their relationship to us, they have a way harder time doing any of the crap that these four basically four or five agencies are doing, even if they were inclined to do so. Also, it's built in. The career track of a manager is ultimately to become a producer on a certain level, right. maybe, especially if their client blows up. Right. So another it, again, fact
2: that's left out. Right. It feeds
4: the manager pieces. to have the client blow up mm-hmm. because if my career track leads me to be a producer, the odds are high I'm gonna be a producer within the organization that's formed around my client. Right? right? So right. again, the, it still circles back to that original which, client. Uh, which could client also be a conflict room. of
1: interest. Because say you get a show. Say you created a show. Yeah. Your, you, your manager helps you sell the show. Yes. So they come on as producer. But they stop Not being a manager out. at and that point. Hear me out. They come on as producer. Yes. You get fired, and they're still producer.
4: Theoretically, that could happen. In theory, Theoretically, Yes, it could. it could happen. But at that point, that producer... Now producer has no longer been a manager. They have to stop being a manager at that point. And they're not taking your money. They're they're not taking taking a cut of any of your. They're earning their money as a producer. See, that's the thing too. They
3: don't mention is that in the article is that you know they asked they did a survey about how many who was the what was the last time your agent actually got you a job.
1: And it was like I'm so not used to hearing anybody um everybody I talked to was, got their job was, because your boy your girl I referred a job you. that I didn't get me.
3: S- you know? So the, so <clears throat> they they said at the meeting that like seventy five percent of the respondents said they got their own jobs. And yeah, often the people I believe that. Yet they gotta pay this thing, you know, and people think it's this. Ten percent tax, but it's from the. It, 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 but there's really the twenty five percent tax yep. that most people have to pay, and that's because you had to pay ten percent to your agent <clears throat> who didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You had to pay ten percent to your manager who probably did something, helped you with the. They probably did more than your agent. agent. Did. And, and on top of that, I will not comment oh, on the activities
4: oh, of managers.
1: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant in the sense you're know, usually yeah, more. Clo- yeah. I'm way more closer oh, to oh, my oh, than my oh, manager oh, than I'm my. Oh, my oh, agent. That's yeah. generally the case. You know oh, I mean, and what's
3: crazy is even though you're. The agent is in position by state law to negotiate deals. Right, you still got to have an attorney to negotiate you yep. deal at five percent. Right. So it's twenty five. Well, unless off. you're at one of the big houses, in, in a, which case they have the their big houses. House Yeah, but there's a lot of people I know who are at like the big houses and still have their own agents. I mean, so, still, mm-hmm. still have their own attorneys because they need something different. They're, there has to be some. They have to make sure somebody's looking out for them. them. That is the
4: bottom line right. of all of this. This is your team. Right. That's what the agent Sells you That's why packaging Is attractive to a baby writer mm-hmm. Right And that's how they Remember I'm old So mm-hmm. I remember when packaging started And it was also for actors It was sold to actors For the same yeah. reason It makes it sound great We've got Tom Hanks He's going to be In all these movies You're going to be with us So if there's a role In the movie It's always going to be Our clients who are at, Not only first in line Only in some mm-hmm. cases the Only people in line So you're going to get A better leg up On your career Come be with us Right, Sounds great In the moment Maybe it is great for, for a couple of movies But at a certain point You realize that was just Volley one right. That was just the opening move Of the chess game <laughs> The second move is well, I'm going to make these deals With the studios I'm going to start my own Little studio And now my clients Become my stable Within mm-hmm. that And all of a sudden You're back to the old studio system right. Which is what we all Fucking hated mm-hmm. And why we have it The yeah. way it is now True. Okay Okay Baby writers, again, don't know their history of their industry, so they're perfectly just cool. Honey. Some of them are perfectly cool with this. Like, <laughs> I've, We saw people at the meeting stand up and say, well, this seems fine to me. I'm good with all this, whatever. I don't want to rock just, be, this. Yeah, this. you don't write you know, the book. You'll see. You're, 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 you're thinking see,
1: just about yourself, for one fool. thing. This and
4: two, you you're thinking short term. Yeah,
1: they're like, I'm working. What's right? the problem? And
4: you're thinking right. weak, which is what the, the bottom line is they depend upon. They're thinking of just you this this ocean. Yeah. That's why you have the union. You're not just you. This exactly. is not just happening you to you. You don't have
3: your minimum because of you. Right. Mm-hmm. And the minimum is not because of your agent. Right. And the residuals you're getting Is not because of you And your age it's because with the cut That people decided to sacrifice And guess what You're just being a selfish bitch Or, or selfish asshole <laughs> If you're saying Oh what about me What happens when you're not working Or yeah. right. well, if you're not working Everything it, you get it, it, it's, Residuals
4: it's, it's, Healthcare it's, it's, it's All of all that stuff Is based on a group it's, it's, of, it's, 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 of us Who Saying nope This is what's going to you know, happen and, Or there's no work getting yeah, done You
3: know right. And, and, and right. to, to, to me The thing that This is the thing that I think that People aren't even really getting is that If you're pulling 3% Off of the budget Of every episode So let's just say that That's maybe $100,000 mm-hmm. Right Maybe Maybe That's what some of them are saying so You would say most shows Are yeah. about 5 to 8 million yeah. Or something yeah. like that yeah. so, or- Okay so it's about $100,000 A little <laughs> more Um That's a writer I can't pay. That's a couple
0: writers you can't pay. That's not on my screen. That's a couple writers I can't buy.
4: That's music I can't get the rights Mm -hmm. to. That's uh, a billion things that go into the actual making of the thing. And what did you do but negotiate a contract? Let's just be clear. That's a week. Yeah.
1: That's right. A week. And if we are talking profit, right. Again, and you're in there for months. And the,
4: I'm telling you, no matter what the budget of right. your show is, it's not enough. Right, right. Literally, whatever the budget of your show is, however big it is, right.
3: over fifteen million dollars, whatever it is. Dollars, no, uh, they want twenty. They really right. want twenty. Right. They, they're getting paid
1: like they're top of the call sheet or some shit. And you know, the writer
2: <laughs> who wrote the script generated this profit and is right.
1: running the thing. Right.
2: Shouldn't <laughs> expect. Any participation in the, in the profit because we're already, like,
3: no, how do I no, trust you? Wait, wait think, but, but no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. But now, 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 that's okay if your name is Toby because that right. means you're a fucking slave. That's right. exactly And that's the right. way they want to exactly. play you. My
4: question to you is, and again, divorcing rhetoric and emotion from this, exactly how am I meant to trust you as my advocate when you're making more money Earlier and more consistently mm-hmm. from a project that I developed to sell to this third entity. The third entity is not the enemy, by the way. The studio is just doing what studios do. That's right. They're trying to negotiate the best deal, which is what my agents meant to be doing for me, right. not for themselves. All of these things—the forming of their own production companies, this packaging stuff—these these, uh, was it three three ten the, the three, three, 10, three 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 10. ten. All of that is in aid of making the company more money and servicing the company. But that is not the fiduciary relationship that you get when you have an agent. That's not what you signed up for with the state government. That is not the pitch that you make to me when you bring me on as a client. Mm -hmm. So either tell me the truth up front and let me not be with you and go to one of the smaller agencies that doesn't work this way, or stop doing this.
3: But at the same time, people might think the studios are in cahoots. The studios are not. The, the, they the, don't care the, one way or no, But the studios see this as an extortion fee. They got to pay because because they're taking yeah. that. Cause this is mob. This is mob. Shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah shit. because basically you they, can't have Tom Hanks unless you right, unless right. on top and on and and it's the thing where it's like and they're taking ten percent off the top. This is before advertising fees. This is before they're paying interest. This is before they're paying anybody. They're getting that ten percent. Right. So it's this. You know, it's the pimp. Thing. Like you've been saying all along. They're
4: fucking pimps. I want that and money I'm say that the, the minute the time. dick comes
3: out, I want some money. That's
0: yeah. right. Thanks.
4: And Thanks. there are plenty of Thanks. there are by the way, Mm-mm. the vast majority of agencies are neither in the place where they could even contemplate doing this, mm-hmm. and I like to think not
1: inclined to try it. That's right. right. Okay. I'm so, already hearing about people leaving the big agencies to go to a medium boutique agency. Look, if you want to be a studio, be a freaking studio. Right. Seriously, if that's, that's
4: you got, you've got your company to the point where it's got enough juice and mm-hmm. enough money, and you got enough connections. Stop being an agency and just be one more, one more studio. Yeah. That's perfectly mm-hmm. legit.
2: Double and triple dipping. Don't right. be you fucking should.
3: Louis B. Mayer again, because well, that's just we're not having that. Dick, that. It's just yeah. not having. We're not having. No. That.
2: But the other thing for for the newbies is this goes to the importance of your material. You still have the a lot, a lot of this is beyond your control, right, right. and getting your material to where it needs to be is not just about your own well-being and the craft and all that like that's all important but that's ultimately there's not too much you really control mm-hmm. in the early stages especially you know at at this point
3: this is this is this the thing that i think is so so crazy about this is that you know like i look at it as like the reason why people, myself included, have had a difficulty in trying to get an agent, getting mm-hmm. a manager is a different. Start getting an agent in the last five years, just five to ten years, it is is because they do not want to cultivate a client's career. They th- they say to themselves, yep. "If your material is not good enough to trigger a hundred million dollars spend, then I don't want you." And I think a lot of people, especially particularly when you're young. Y- y- you may not know how to create a project that is mm-hmm. that that is that could trigger the, the, the on-demand dollar thing. And this whole concept about what's your voice, that whole thing that that people say, I want your voice, I want your voice, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of a like that then becomes questionable because if you have a really unique voice that's amazing, that would fit great on someone's show. It might not yeah. be good enough to trigger the $100 it, million spend, so counter you're, counter not gonna get hot, totally. you're not
4: going to be a CAA. The only it, reason it works is if your model is only, I need to make as much money as I can in any way I can. If it's about making good product, none of that shit makes any sense. Right. None yeah. of this structuring makes yeah, any that, sense.
2: It's not, use, it's not good use of time
4: right. in that paradigm. It's just a cash grab, right. and it's the easiest, biggest cash grab b- from the most vulnerable mm-hmm. group because the personality of writers, as we know, for the most part, most aren't built like me, right? They're just not aggressive. They generally want everybody to just get along with everybody, mm-hmm. just trying to tell my little stories and get paid and live a little decent life. That's most writers, right? Mm-hmm. And the other guys depend on that. They depend on your willingness to sort of see the other side, like, well, you got to see it. for. No, you don't. No, you don't. This is naked thievery. This is nakedly reaching into your pocket. This is nakedly putting a chain around your neck. Right. Okay? These are two groups colluding, even though one group is open about it. The studio is simply saying, we want to make X. We want to work with X. We are willing to pay X. Right. It's your agent who's in theory your advocate who's saying, if you wish to do that, you're going to have to pay a lot more in these other areas that do not go to my client mm-hmm. ever.
2: Yeah. Okay. Not a
4: penny. Not a penny goes to their client. Remember the relationship. Mm-hmm. They are technically your employee, right? They work
1: for you. That's the fiduciary relationship. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> so, for the listeners who are listening, how does this affect, say, you're assigned to William Morris? Right? Let's <laughs> okay. <That's> just say. <laughs> Say so you're signed to William, you whoever the fuck, right? Yes, you're signed I'm to one. Of, you're signed I, to one of the that top. That would be amusing. You're signed they, to one of the top me. agencies. Yeah. You have been in the past. I have been you, in top. You, you signed to one of the top agencies, yeah. right? Just general. Is for you any? You. What happens when we all agree to walk away? I was. How does it fuck affect? Away. Let's just ask. For the people to listen. How does it affect? Let's step by step. How okay, does it affect? it's not a work stoppage.
4: In this case, the strike that people are talking about or this war or whatever, it's not a work stoppage. Okay. It's going to be a code of conduct that says you don't do certain things. We're going to assign this. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to withhold funds because you're no longer So it's not going to be like I'm leaving right, my agency type of shit. Right, not getting hurt. Right. Wait. Okay. studio doesn't get hurt. You have your show on the air, mm-hmm. Jeff's Giant Space Epic. Right. Let's call it Jeff's Giant That's Space Epic. Is I know it's an automatic, <laughs> hit, right? That stays on the air. Everybody continues to go to right. work. What happens after you don't agree to the code of conduct is the money that the studio is paying me. That you know, you usually let it funnel through your agency, mm-hmm. and they take their cut, and then they send you a check or whatever. They don't get it. They they be, they become removed from that process. Mm. The check comes directly to me from the studio, and I cut you a check after you sign the code of conduct. Hmm. And then you adhere to the code of conduct. If you do not, I'll tip my little black ass over to a slightly smaller agency who will be very happy to behave decently towards their clients, mm. make them a little bigger with this influx of new writers. Yep. It's going right? to happen. Again, the studio ain't going to get hurt by any of this. Right. The network's not going to get hurt by any of this. And if the consumer,
3: consumer who is concerned be is not right. going right. to worry about it. That's why I'm
4: asking, because all the
1: writers are asking me, Hilary, how does that affect us? Like, it what are we going to do? It
4: doesn't affect you in the day to day. And ultimately, here's the other thing the studio should be on your side with this because mm-hmm. there's no work stoppage and there's no money stoppage. Right. Okay. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. I'll think of it in a minute. Well, what the it.
2: other thing, the last thing <clears throat> about the piece, to Jeff's point, it implies that because it's coming up on traditional TV staffing season, you know, there's this threat of this that's going to disrupt everyone's Ability As if staffing season Were the same thing That it's always been Right, which right. it is not Okay so,
3: so So two things about this article Where this guy is 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 a fuck What do you call them The dickheads What were you we saying Oh that's the other people I, well, I don't know how no, to describe no, it. No. He, he falls in the same He falls in the same boat It's, it's This is the situation One we just said seventy five percent of the people who get jobs get them outside of the agency situation. True. So that just means that seventy five percent of the broadcast staff, because that's what that we're talking about, which is a very narrow set of uh, there's what there's there's not that many shows on broadcast. So that so so that's a that's a very small amount of people. There's a lot of money in there, but there's a very small amount of people. So it's just twenty five percent of those slots. Are being filled by the agent hmm. So the other 75% are I know the showrunner I know a co-EP mm-hmm. I know some people at the studio I don't even the network You hustling I, you your know, career I'm hustling my ass off mm-hmm. I'm doing all the shit That 10 years ago The agent would have been doing So it's it's not going to affect that at all And Since there's so much fucking te- There's so much shit is, is. I mean like you said There's so much shit is, is, There's so much shit going on year round To fill the the, the 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 streaming platform Need for material Staffing season is always Yeah, And as I understand it I I want to stress this As
4: I understood it And I hope I'm not wrong Because this is something I very much am behind There's no work stoppage right? Right This is not a strike so anyone exactly. who's talking about In those right. terms Is exactly. full of it That's what I Also mean. I, tone, I want to Yeah this uh, shouldn't uh, cause a crash There's no There's no strike or a crash right. None of that stuff <clears throat> The other thing is And I want to stress this too The job of an agent Is a hard one mm-hmm. The job of a manager Is a hard one There are stacks of people Actually doing this job right. In this town There are agencies That just do the real agent job right. We're talking about Four or five Gigantic corporations That have suddenly Tried to change the game In this way That is frankly Shitty right.
1: okay. That's because a lot of are former lawyers yeah, but they know how to work those but the problem
4: for them is that a lot of us are also former lawyers true that true okay and this time around not even this time I'm just saying this can't be painted in a light where it's the writers versus the concept of agenting or the concept of management which I think is what you're getting at with this article that isn't what's up What's up is simply <coughs> fair payment for fair work and not lying to us about our relationship in our fiduciary relationship. Fiduciary means a money exchange relationship. Right. Oh. Right. You agree to do X, I agree to do X. And I mean in to protect good, you in good faith. Good, good faith. faith. And it's very clear that good faith is only happening from one side, mm-hmm. our side. If you can't Operate in good faith. There are literally hunt, well scores of other agencies that will be happy to take my business and work with me in a good good faith because way. Because that's,
3: that's the it. that's the thing. The the the, the top four agencies <clears throat> should no longer be called agencies. They are. It's a, it's back to our discussion about the Netflix thing. They are clinging to an old title. In order
4: to do a new he, thing. To
3: do something new. And mm. they're saying, don't break that title that that, that allows us to, to rob from you in a way. I mean, it's like this This person got up and said, who is a former business affairs exec at um, at William Morris, got up and spoke at one of the meetings. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and we had this discussion about, hey, and sat, it started there and was told by the person, here's how you got to do your deals. And they said, put that puts us we're against the, the Writers Guild. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the senior business affairs person at the agency said, the Writers Guild hasn't figured this out yet. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> totally believe Here, it. Here's the thing. We figured out. The one mm-hmm. thing that I feel that pe- you know, people have called me, people have called you, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, some black writers have called me and asked me about the thing. This is the thing that I think people need to understand. It's that agents... Are skilled manipulators. They're going to talk to you in in terms that will be alarmist. They're salesmen. They're right? salesmen yes, they're, 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 that will alarm. Think about it. When you go into a big agency, they know how to put on this show. They're pins. Oh shit! I need to be here. Mm-hmm. I told you about my experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to be here. Oh shit! And it's mm-hmm. all this. They're taking out to lunch, and these mm-hmm. we're gonna go to mastros and have all this things. I and mean, you be I, I want this life. Mm-hmm. What happens when they turn that power against you? They will do that, and because, as Jeff said, that writers are inherently more empathetic and therefore more "quote unquote" gullible to, they're man, to emotional. Retiring, t- 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 they're more retiring;
4: they're less t- t- aggressive. The, the job of but, an actor is just simply much more the spear point, but, mm-hmm. and that's why they. It, I was one. That's part of the why I am the way I am now. Mm-hmm. It's just a faster, harder, more brutal sort of t- way of t- t- being t- 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 in this t- industry. As a result. Because we
1: to have to deal with rejection constant. immediately. Whereas writers,
4: right. it's just softer. It just is the nature of <coughs> the way we it's, get work. It's, it's the work all,
3: all, all softer. Pe- so, so people the, depend so, on. So people so depend yeah, the people and, and they will take advantage of that because uh, writers are the ones who are thir- just like actors are thirsting for uh, approval. Uh, approval from everyone else, and Absolutely. you know, just it's all, all this kind of bullshit that is like yes, and that's what, and that's what actually makes you a good writer. But you have to realize they're going to use the knives around. It's this, it's, All you know have what, to see, remember look, is the, this. Like, the was,
4: people who made up this scheme that's fucking you are the people across the table. So whatever they seem like, however soft they may seem, however nice they may seem, however reasonable they may seem, remember, they're the guys who came up with this scheme that literally fucks you, okay? So whatever they're saying in the moment, understand when they go away, they're not weak. They're not soft. They're not stupid. They're not your friends. They're none of those things.
3: Right. But they know how to talk. They do know how to talk. Oh, and here's something else that people got to realize about Asians, they don't really like writers and stuff because the Writers Guild sets something up where the agents don't get a cut of your residual, and also the agents never lift a finger during they never lift a finger during the negotiations with the producers and studios to help us out. Hmm. They never do, and they always can, but they never fucking do. So they're not your friend. They're only out to rob you. I mean, we have to keep see, stressing. See, this see, is not uh, all agents. agents. There are right. good agents, and bad agents. But, but see, now, this, this, but this is. I had this conversation with someone one time the other day, and I was trying to say, I was trying to say that. Yeah, this, I want to
1: say, I happen to like my
3: agent. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> shout but, shout, shout to out to my manager. <laughs> see,
2: this
3: is the this is the thing about it. And my manager. You got to awesome. say to yourself, mm-hmm. what is the gratification right. that comes from work being done? In work being on the air is that the writer, the actor, the the director, Mm -hmm. the the costume person. You get gratification when your project goes and when you see it air. Agents get their gratification. When the deal closes hmm. So all they worry about is closing deals And if they can find ways to make Deals bigger for them That, that, are, that, that are at your expense That's more exciting to them Than, than they actually see that's More exciting
4: to a certain kind than, of agent but again, the so, relationship could yeah. be awesome. There it can, it can who be have awesome.
3: Agents from the time
1: they enter the business to the time one of them sure. die, hear about it
4: all the time, right? But Where you don't never need a manager true. because right. the agent is, is so like good, it's that so hardcore. Good.
1: That's true. Jeff Melvoin went for years until last year. He never had a manager his entire life until last year. What you have is you a know? group
4: of companies that think of, and it's it's not illogical for them to have come to this position. They have so many clients that they link the clients as their employees rather than you are our employee. Even though I'm small and Tom Hanks I keep saying Tom Hanks I love you Tom Hanks Um, (laughs) But even though Tom Hanks is huge And I'm tiny You still work for me When I'm in the office with you I'm your freaking client Mm -hmm. But it's difficult to get that across To somebody who's got their own Learjet And hangs out You know flies off with Will Smith To Florida Mm -hmm. chill (laughs) Right mm -hmm. Who's this motherfucker Who do I I don't know What's your name When did you (laughs) join the agency You know what Better to be at a smaller agency, frankly. Better to be at a, be somewhere where they're going to treat you straight, mm-hmm. even if they don't have the muscle, quote-unquote. And you also have to really start thinking about your career of, yeah, they got muscle. Mm-hmm. Is that muscle being used on my behalf?
3: Right. Is it being used against me? Right? Is it being used against you right now. In this case, it's
4: being used against a great many people, right? There's a lot of Here's work. a question for you, Dylan. Yeah.
1: So for a young writer who's about to get on their first show, okay. say they're with one of the top four okay. or five. How do they know that their company, that their agency even is packaging this?
4: Well, if you're on a show, and I think I was on one, and I don't want to name which one, mm-hmm. but I was on a show where I was the one person who wasn't packaged mm-hmm. in, and the, and the showrunners had to tell the agency, bite me, we want this guy. Really? Okay. Um, that is a hard thing, right? That's bucking a system. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a fee. That's a part of a fee that agency is not going to get. Mm-hmm. So you have to, that showrunner has to really want you mm-hmm. to buck that system.
1: Right? Um, but how does a writer know that they're even involved in that? They don't know. You don't. They, they wouldn't know. You don't
4: know. But you will know. <clears throat> you, I knew in the room because people mentioned their agencies and it sort of came up, oh, wait, everyone but me is at this
1: one agency. Oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, had yeah, sense yeah. enough uh-huh. to. Right. <laughs> That's to when you were paying attention. <laughs> right. But. And then you have that thing where the first week all of a sudden all this. All the gifts start coming in, yeah. and you realize it's like, well, my age is a good person. So, your question was like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's,
2: you hit the, because no one's, but necessarily ultimately it doesn't really matter. Yeah.
4: It, it really doesn't matter if you got packaged in or not, right? You, you at, the, at that level of the business, your entry point, get in how you get it. Get in, in
1: how it, you get in. right?
4: So, if you got in because of a package, you got in because you're Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, and mm-hmm. your dad runs the company, <laughs> great. But, right. but you know
3: what? There's, there's an interesting line here that ends this article <clears> that I think is interesting to look at. It's a question that came up: If the studio stops paying packaging fees, how did the guild know that this money would come back to writers and be enough to offset and be enough to offset the ten percent commission the writer would have to pay in the absence of the packaging fee? That's crap. There's crap cool in shit. the room. This, it this, doesn't this, matter. This, here's the thing: You signed. Look, that's the deal. Ten percent. That's the freaking deal.
4: The the package is, is sort of like a weird, like, you don't have to do the deal. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to do the deal. You, just like they you have to, to do, do the deal. deal. You whiny, it, it, greedy,
3: selfish motherfuckers, you have to, to do pay the, the actual you to, deal. You got to, 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 to pay the 10%. This is the thing. The, 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 the thing is, is that he's saying the offset the 10% fee. So if we all have to pay our 10% fee, okay. Guess what? We could actually be we could actually be negotiating a higher amount of our salary because hundred thousand dollars a week. Mm-hmm. If they're taking out every episode, like I said, that's not a, the the writing staff. That could be a whole other writing staff. At, 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 oh, a, at, okay, at exactly. a Look, exactly. I'm going to say it yeah. to you like this. So, so that ten so percent so, fee. So, so what's happening is that's why staffs are smaller. Exactly. That's why yes. staffs are smaller.
4: But Look, that ten percent uh, fee uh, 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 make more money. Right? It's an incentive. It incentivizes your agent to go in hard yeah. to negotiate for you. Okay, so you're only making 50K this time. Right. So they only get five. Okay, right? Well, who's got an incentive to get your ass 100K next time? Mm-hmm. The yeah. agent yeah. whose job it is to get you 100K next time. And, and that's for the whole right. year And not your job episode. is to be good enough yeah. to warrant yeah. this, the agent this is going how, in. This is how you start to get a quote. Right. And then the agent goes in and says, look, Jeff was awesome. I don't know what Phil was doing, right. but Jeff was awesome. He needs 100K this year. Mm-hmm. And that agent needs to be strong enough, both in their job as an agent and with this particular mm-hmm. client who actually has the material to say, mm-hmm. yeah. You're right. Yeah. He needs to be paid more. He needs to be promoted or she mm-hmm. needs to be promoted. That's the nature of the job. That's our whole thing when we go into these rooms. Mm-hmm. We have to do that. They also have to play their side. So this notion of oh my god, I got to pay out 10%. That's the fucking deal. You and,
2: say, Trace? Well, it's no, I'm with Jeff 100%. But if you don't like the systemic 10% whatever the percentage is, that's when you go back to the table. And you continue to negotiate or renegotiate. Mm. These people, they get mad at the union for being a goddamn union. You
1: Still, know, another but, question see, I get. But, but, I'm so, not having i fucking up. not happening. You, you know, another question I get a lot from the younger writers is, how come, because a lot of people are actors and writers and, mm-hmm. you know, different hyphenates. Mm-hmm. How come with my agent, they can negotiate to get, you know, my minimal plus 10%, Mm -hmm. but when I write a script or when I do whatever they can't guarantee. You
4: you can't? What do you mean they can't? They don't. Oh, really? How shocking. You know what I mean? You know what? Do your goddamn job.
2: Yeah. At the very least, you should be asking for it. Look,
4: when I was an actor, I would walk into my agencies of different sizes, and you know what those places were doing? Fucking humming. Okay, people were on phones yelling at people, slamming phones down, walking out of offices, getting that extra 5%, (laughs) getting that extra $300 for a client that's playing office guard number three or some (laughs) shit like that. They weren't lazy. Okay, they were doing their jobs. Writers have a cushier, easier job than any actor. Okay, and therefore the writer's agents have a cushier, easier job than any actor's agent does. Mm -hmm. All right. your job is to get your ass on that phone and get me as much money as you can get me to do the job that I'm going to come in and play my A game. Mm-hmm. And if that means you negotiate scale plus 10 mm-hmm. or salary plus 10%, then guess what? That doesn't come out of my pocket. That's the studio paying you that extra 10% right. that you negotiated because you're a fucking agent. <laughs> okay. It's not rocket science. Right. It's how the business used to work. It's how the business does work today, right now. All right? This is not magic. It's not some crazy shit that some weird-ass people made up in a back room. The people who made up some shit in the back room are the ones trying to change the game and fuck you. Okay?
3: <clears throat> Secretly, with a smile. Oh, because the thing, too, they were also saying is, is that, well, we don't get to see their books. Ha! are right. So yeah. we don't even know how much money is actually being made. That's right. You know, and and so when these like when, for but you're my employee. They aren't your books.
2: Yeah, they're not your books. Right, and it's never an issue when other people are getting theirs, right, or renegotiating theirs, or proposing to get more see, of theirs. It's me, only an issue with us.
3: To me, it goes back to what you were saying, Harriet, earlier about your friend who that woman or whatever your friend who spoke mm-hmm. and said, "I'm on the just like a better thing." The uh, like I'm on the Endeavor content,
0: you know, series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: They get me two episodes, they get me the script fees for two first season, where, where a staff writer, where they probably set it up in a way where they're not even, like, you know, uh, they're actually getting that money. It's not being charged against their salary either, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to, like, you know, lock your career in. They're going to put that roadblock on a career for you right there. Yeah, the
4: house niggas get to wear fresh lamps. And then the thing is,
3: <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, then you really can't even go on another show, can you? Mm-hmm. Because they're packaging all the other shows. So I want to go to another show mm-hmm. done by, say, ICM content. How do I get onto that show? Well, you I can't. Right.
2: Yeah, they don't have the incentive. And it goes
4: back to the old studio system. Again, if you knew the history of your fucking industry, this would all be (laughs) obvious to you people. It's very simply a consolidation of a weird kind of consolidation of power back to the way where it was Louis B. Mayer and his boys sitting around in a room with five guys, right, and some secretary on their lap bringing them martinis. You think I'm joking. I'm fucking not, okay, deciding the fates of everyone else in the industry. Do you want that? There's a reason it doesn't exist and hasn't existed in our lifetimes. And it's why the okay. federal government came in and broke them up. That's exactly right. There's something wrong with it. These
3: guys are trying to go back to because it. Because it veers back to a monopoly power. How As shocking. As I've been saying, an odd tendency with for
4: something run by a hedge fund to wish to do? Okay. <laughs> Grow some spines. This is your fucking wallets. This is your fucking careers. Okay. Don't be little punks like this don't be slaves don't be hookers if you're
1: going to be a hooker be a goddamn escort so let me ask you okay seriously so so say in the next you know whenever all this is all set up how is this going to look for the writer step by step so we agree as the writers guild that we're going to come together Mm -hmm. and um you know not allow this to happen what's the next step for the writers well,
4: I think we have muscle that people don't think we have. I think we've been most writers have been conditioned to think of themselves as low man, low person on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as Chris has pointed out multiple times on multiple shows, this shit don't happen without us. Right. So mm-hmm. simply saying, look, if this is all about your money pipeline, we're going to withhold that from you, but continue to work for the company that hired us, mm-hmm. Sony or whoever, um, that's muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, what it will look like physically is, I'm guessing there will be some sort of easy to, Sign or not signed document okay. that will be legally binding to each agency. Um,
1: so when you, you're doing your contract, this is in the contract. Only. No, 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 this no.
3: Because no, no. no, no. essentially, the mm-hmm. guild has a contract with the agency, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's a blanket one that that they all have to sign and respect. So what what would happen is they would all have to just abide by this code of conduct, which is which which would make them behave the way they're supposed to behave, not to behave. In some, way, some this, kind of way, in some way that's making them twist their arm, or so. If like you want to have this company, so there'll be the consequences.
4: The consequences withholding of cash. It sounds like to me is the simplest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't get your fees, right. and there's simply, yeah, you can hold on to your giant clients because maybe they don't need agents anyway, and I don't know right. what they are even with you for anyway at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess there'll be some giant millionaire clients that don't care.
1: Right. I Guess right,
4: but the, that's not where your bread and butter is, and you're about to feel it. Right, the people who are just work a day, I'm mid level, I'm low level, mm-hmm. my I'm part of the union, therefore I'm withholding well, my money. Well, 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 That's going to well, hurt your well, bottom okay, line. So
3: there's two things about that, about these these millionaire writers, about the money. Is no, it, I don't know they're automatically bad. I'm just no, saying no, some no, of them no, are no, going no. But, to be but bad. the first the first time I heard about this packaging fee debate, it's about three years ago. Um, What's his name? Uh, Greenblatt from, um, right. from, yeah. from 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 um, Greenblatt mm-hmm. He was talking about this on that show, The Business, one time. He was like, "Why this is killing the shows?" Mm-hmm. And then a flip side is, is it just like, you know. The people getting robbed All the time I mean there's that lawsuit They just got they, There was an arbitration oh, The other right, day With Fox, with and, Fox and Bones where, yeah. where Fox withheld $127 million, a million in, dollars. In, a pro, in, in, in profit From the two stars And the creator of Bones And there's a You know what And there's a similar lawsuit Going on with the people At AMC With what's going on With The Walking, Walking Dead, Dead right. The money is always there The industry is awash In money And the fact that writer salaries Have gone down is- Gone down is it's really disgusting. foul It's just foul yeah. But we have
4: a, Means of production Are in our hands
0: <laughs> Right It's, true. it's true means of
4: production Are in our hands We're right. the oil They're fucking drilling Right Okay right. People don't like People to say that out loud Tough shit It's the truth <laughs> Try and make some shit Without us Try and make some shit without us, yeah. right? I know you're working on your to make little,
1: some great shit. Right? Us.
4: You're trying to, I know you're trying to work on those <laughs> computer software, those computer apps that will duplicate what writers no, can do. That'll never happen. I know you think that your little friend that is coming out of high school can sl- slide into this slot if we ever were <laughs> to go on strike. Yeah, try it. Mm-hmm. Try it. You saw what happened the last time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But reality. I mean, but the,
3: and people don't even realize that that reality shows are written. Mm-hmm. So, from I mean, the point
4: of view of the writer, too, I really need to stress this, guys. All of this depends on the fact that you think less of yourself than you should. Hmm. Okay, I'm not saying be some egomaniac running in there with swords blazing, guns blazing, and all that. Hmm. I'm saying own the fact that you're an expert at something, and people are paying for your expertise, and they should treat you fairly within the law. That's all that's That's being discussed. Exactly. No one's talking about going to parties or who gets to sleep with who or who's hot or who any of that stuff. I do a service at a particular level. If I was a surgeon. Mm Nobody would be having this discussion. Mm. If, it wouldn't be a question. It wouldn't even be a question. Mm. Well, I operate at the level of a fucking brain surgeon, and I expect to be paid and treated accordingly. And so should you. And so should they expect that. The agents should expect that too from us. Uh, this weird shaking up of the of the deck, it's it's just awful. That's it's it. It's like just straight up awful. It doesn't serve anyone. Even the industry as a whole, it doesn't serve anyone. So stop it. Right. Or we'll make you stop it.
2: And Chris had another good point before, too. Like, a lot of these other writers and people who cover it, like, they can't do what we do. They would already be doing it. Um, Like a lot of critics. It's like, we can do what they do, but many of them can't do what we do. And so that comes out very often in, in...
3: Their work, yeah. Well,
2: it's funny,
1: this is one of those subjects that reminds me of, Chris, I was telling you, I think we talked about it on the podcast, too, about how when they do the new membership thing, they never have any of us who represent, you know, the committees there. So I fought it. So I I brought it up at our last big town hall that I helped them put together. So they invited me. But they (laughs) didn't put me up on the fucking stage. They just had me standing there, you know, in the lobby, like, passing out yeah. pamphlets. And I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. And then they got, um, um, what's his name, Billy Ray and all of them up on the stage. I'm like, they have something to say because they have their experience, right? But they're not in the trenches like we are. Right. They need one of us up there. It don't have to be me. I'm just generalizing. You know, That's they somebody need somebody, hopefully a person of color, by the way, yeah. you know, to be up there showing the kids what's going on now. Right. He's a fucking multimillionaire. He doesn't live in our world well, at that's all. That's what
4: I say too. There's a lot of these conversations I've too far away from street level now right. in my career to have anything meaningful to contribute. But these issues that we're talking about no are doubt. top bottom across right. the board. Um, but, yeah, there is this aspect of there is a disconnect between people who've been doing it, who started doing it before things sort of shifted. Yeah. And people are getting in now, having to make different kinds of decisions. That is something that the union needs to address, that needs to be within, the, that dialogue within the union needs to be much more robust. Man, I agree
2: with that. Man. Right. And, again, that's what's hot about this podcast. <laughs> um, not just because he'll use my friend. like, cause, And there are other... Uh, outlets That that do a good job And kind of Rep writers Some of them Were smart enough To have Hilliard And Lisa And Chris um, co host there But mm-hmm. everybody loves The superstar Right Everybody loves The person right. Who's got the hit show yeah. Or the hit film right. Or the number one Box office So You know It's really um, A good thing That we can kind of Say what needs To be said At times Here And yeah. you know
4: I should say have this too. I personally have two managers and a lawyer. Two managers? Two managers. Two separate one, managers? Two separate managers. You, one, one, handles, one handles one kind of part of my career, the other oh, hand, okay. one handles staffing, <clears throat> one handles development, basically. Oh, that's So I'm still paying the 25%. I didn't even know you my, could do that. That's interesting. It was an experiment. We're trying it. Really? Okay. Um, not for any particular reason. I don't have mm-hmm. any antipathy towards agencies. Right. But when we're talking about uh, what will happen to the agents, I'm not going to feel it one way or the other. Because I'm not going to have to deal with that conversation with an agent unless an agent picks me up and I say, do you adhere to the code of conduct? (laughs) If you don't, I guess this conversation's over, right? (laughs) Right? But (laughs) I've been in a business a long time. I've been in a game a long time. Mm -hmm. I was an actor for many years, a successful one. Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to get in the game. You know what it's like to be a series regular, yes. I I did this, (laughs) and I've been a successful writer Mm -hmm. for less time, but a while. Mm -hmm. This is just wrong, it's 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 nakedly wrong. It is it is wrong to the point of criminality. I hope it has not crossed over into that. But it's the kind of thing where the government steps in and breaks up businesses. Mm. So let's not get to that point. Let's just all <clears throat> deal decently with one another. You're here. here. Uh, there's a shitload of money, as Chris points out, that just floats around in Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> um, no one's gonna. No one's pocketbook's
3: gonna get hurt. No Nobody's one's pocketbook's gonna. Get you know hurt. what? Is that if you think your pocketbook is hurt because. You can't afford your third house Then well, fuck then, you
4: yeah. That's what I say Yeah, Fuck your third house And fuck you yeah. That's what I say
3: Because that's kind of what it is Where's <laughs> yeah. my third house I don't think In some city That's going to be underwater In like 10 years Your anyway. house your thir- so, I will
4: watch your third house Burn down while you stand there Okay And not give you any help Okay, fuck your third house
3: I'll be drinking water As you're burning Fuck your 19th
4: car Fuck your second girlfriend That's not your (laughs) wife Fuck all of that shit I'm trying to have everybody In the fiduciary relationship Behave as they agreed to behave Mm -hmm. That's
3: it That's the thing If you don't want to behave that way Then then don't make that agreement Yeah, then just be Don't call yourself agency Call yourself studio Which is basically What the code of conduct is this is the agreement we want to make
4: with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it? Perfectly fine. I'm going to step over to Gersh now. Right. Right? right. See ya. See ya. You know? <laughs> simple. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why that's a problem. You know? Man.
1: Yeah. Interesting. All right. Cool. Well, that's good. That's awesome. Anything else in there you think we need to cover for the kids? Um,
4: I'm going to final cut on this particular episode. <laughs> I said a lot of shit, man. Do you think you did? No. Oh. <laughs>
1: Alexis, where it's do you too care late. Now? Who cares? <laughs> oh my God!
4: My career is either burned or not
2: by now. <laughs> Shit. Keep writing. Awesome. Keep keep honing the craft. <clears throat> right as always.
1: No, but this I thought I think this is a really in, important um, conversation we had to have. We all know all of us are guild members, and there's a lot of we're getting a lot of emails from the guild about this. You mm-hmm. know these conversations. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm I'm as one of the committee members. I'm getting you know I'm being invited to a lot of these. To, go ahead. I would like to say one thing, and it's what this article brings up. When you're reading the trades, uh, uh,
4: deadline, mm-hmm. or, uh, or Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter, Variety, all of that stuff, I'm not going to say don't believe what you read. What I'm going to say don't. is, if the tone don't. of the thing couches this in die. the language <laughs> of battle, of losses and wins, mm-hmm. of of our side, the writer side being the bad guys in any particular way. Take that with a grain of salt. Right. That's someone shaping data. This is a very simple fiduciary discussion between clients, right, and their employees, their, their advocates, about how we would like the contract to be going forward. Absolutely. Okay. That's it. There's no, it's not any sexier than that. It is, it's not any more dastardly so than that. Right. Okay. It's very simple. The conversations really don't need to be in multiple negotiations. Mm-hmm. We would like it to be this way. Tell me why we're wrong those reasons don't add up to anything, so you'll be signing this agreement, I presume. It's pretty simple, right? All the rest of the shit is, we'd like to keep all this extra money we try to make. (laughs) You guys are bugging us. Well, tough. Like, Just be decent people. It's very simple.
1: On that note, that's what's up. Where you at, Tracy Grant? Uh, Tracy Grant on Facebook,
2: Twitter, at The Real Trey, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-T-R-A-Y. See if I can get my Gram for you on times Tracy Grant T R A C Y G R A N T three five five nine on the gram. Get at me. Also doing a doing a web series soon. Um, Nina Jenkins Neighborhood PI. If you're in the LA oh. area wow. uh, around April or so, um,
1: you got to read his PI book. It's picking up the camera for the first time. <laughs> no, I would love to. Oh, yeah, um, dark 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 day, day. yeah, I got to so tell you I'll, I'll if, give I it to. A if so you're
2: in LA for real, you're looking to to crew up. Um mm-hmm. Get at me for real. We're 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 interested. Okay. Well talk to
1: me about it. We'll let to get into that.
4: Um where you at Jeff Thorne? I'm at Jeffreythorn.com. It's a kind of a clearinghouse. If you don't want to go that route, uh, just hit me up at Winterverse, Winterverse on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter account is a bumpy ride, so mm-hmm. if you're looking for some PG or G-rated stuff, you probably want to steer clear. Uh, and, if I think pol- they can tell. and if your and if your politics are anywhere towards <laughs> MAGA. No point in checking me out.
1: <laughs> Literally no point.
4: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where I'm at.
1: Okay, good. Where are you at, Chris? Unauthorized oh, CBT. wait a I apologize. Can you just bump that burp? Can oh, you vote for the show? Yes.
4: Uh, yeah, I just wrapped up the Black Panther uh, cartoon series, which is up for an NAACP image award. Black uh, Panther's uh, Quest. Black Panther's Quest. It's What's on out? their site. It was on Disney. It was on Disney. I'm presuming they're going to keep running it for
3: mm-hmm. whatever time. Um, I
4: can't I'm, read that. I don't, uh, even, I don't have my glasses.
3: There'll be a link in the show notes for... Uh, it, like, there'll be a link in vote. the show
4: notes, but please go and vote for us. Yeah. Um, uh, it was something new and something different. Uh, Disney put itself out on a limb. Marvel Disney put itself out on a limb to do this version of this show this mm-hmm. way. And... Uh, I'm kind of excited that we even got nominated, frankly. But Team Panther really should get that award. You can vote often, you can vote early. It's not like, it's not a real election. You can actually vote multiple times if you (laughs) want. So
1: please do. No, no, let's make it a real election, Ben. Exactly. Vote, vote. Uh, Yeah,
4: a lot of people put their heart and souls into this season, and and I would like to see them get this award, so please, uh, please vote. It's not for me, by the way, it's not for me, just it's literally, this will be a vote for the team, Team
1: Panther. All right,
4: thank
3: you. So,
1: cool. Good. Where you at, Chris Derek
3: unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram and shadowboxercinema.net where you can find me, ask me questions, read some articles about the top 100 ASC films. I'm doing a little series on that over the next couple of weeks.
1: You know, things like that. Cool. And then we have my man sitting in here with us, little baby writer, Jasani. Drew, where you at, Jasani?
4: What <laughs> What up? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: mean, what... <laughs> it caught it's me off guard trade- with that one. <laughs> Kids it's one today. New trademark. It's cool. Where you at? Um, you can find me on Twitter. My first name and last name. First name J E S A N I. Last name Drew. It's in Drew Barrymore. And on <laughs> my Instagram, you can find me. Visionary alignment. Thank I would
4: have said Drew Hill, Hill, but you know that's just. You know.
2: Well, I told Drew Barrymore that I used that I use her name and she loved me for it. We made a bond, so now oh I'm gonna use God. it forever.
1: Church today, <sighs> Love you, <dude>. So unfair. <laughs> Life is so unfair. Blew my mind. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show. Screenwriters are on Twitter. Any questions, Screenwriters Rantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you guys listen to, give us a five-star review. We really need that for the metrics to keep us up there at the top. Um Big shout out to Lisa Bolacarja, whatever the hell Please she is. Back, talking about her car broke or some shit. Come whatever. back, Lisa. <laughs> whatever. She ain't going to worry me. She ain't going to worry me. Um, um, what was I going to say? Something else. Oh, you know what I've been listening to that just came out uh, about a month ago? Mm. It's a new specials album. It's called Encore. Get out. It's off you mean new, new? New, new. What? New, motherfucking new. What? Off the chain.
3: Had to give him a shout out nice. oh, you know what was That's dope it? Dude, that, that thing I sent you on The Clash Oh
1: man There's the Chuck D Does a new podcast On The Clash On The Clash Chuck
3: D Dude Chuck D Wait what the It's dope, it's dope as shit And it's
1: just about The Clash it's Just about The Clash Just about and, and he combines why I feel like I'm having how, a stroke right now He combines how Public Enemy is punk and the spin-off and how he, how they created it. Sure. And he, he intertwines. It's, it's so he intertwines the, the, You would love it. Well, he is you know, the he epitome is of the public, public enemy. His
2: radio show, for people who aren't aware, and you don't stop. Um, right, right. It's on Sirius and a lot of other uh, public stations. Uh, and you it's don't called, stop, which it's called, is crazy.
1: It's too. called Stay Free. Uh, move out the way. Stay Free, the Story of the Clash. It's on Stitcher. Okay. Dude, it's off Charles. the Charles. It's off the chain You gotta get that shit Yeah bro. that's dope <coughs> That was real dope that's I was like oh shit chain. This is gonna be live <laughs> It just yeah. came out Like two yesterday. Yeah true, like, like yesterday it's, yeah, only,
3: yeah. it's only one episode yeah. But it's
1: it's dope It's off real dope Off the chain Off the chain So we appreciate everybody Listening to the show um, Please go on our What Chris?
3: Our Patreon page, there'll be a link in the show notes with the link to to the w, to the NAACP voting link and Good. to the pod, um, and to the Clash uh, podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I think we should drop this tomorrow. I think this is, we should drop this one tomorrow. All right. Just because it's so current and what's going on, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, that's what's up. I'm going to leave it right there. Big shout out to everybody. Thank you guys again for coming the other night. I owe you a huge apology to You don't owe me nothing. I I, I <laughs> in, no, no, trip. I invited him to come to the, to the, um, to the watch party for my oh, episode. Oh, that was great, by the Deadly way. class. Deadly thank thank class, baby. That was and, the shit. And I said, save the date and didn't realize that he's one of the three people that I didn't remind him. Oh, Here's the flyer. God. So I apologize. It's uh, listen, My dude.
2: If there is You're anybody only... on the planet <coughs> who does not owe me anything, <laughs> right, it's your guest.
1: But look, you no know sweat. I wanted you in the house. Bruh. You've been there, since Day One.
2: Well, so look. listen, I'll be there for the next one.
1: Yes, of course. There'll be plenty more. Um, so anyway, thank you to everybody who came. Um, for those who don't know, I co-wrote the episode Rise Above on um, Deadly Class Episode 7, which is actually 106. But anyway, it's a whole nother long story for the youth. <laughs> Anyway, but they call it Seven, so I'm going to call it Seven. It's Seven. Mama
4: <clears throat> name is Seven. I'm going
1: to call it Seven. It's cool. It's cool. On the script, say 106. But, um...
4: <laughs> wow, Hilliard. Let it go, man. <laughs>
1: let it go. <laughs> now, we all had a problem in the room, so it ain't just me. Let it just go. It's a It's literally
0: airing. <laughs> let it go.
1: Ha.
4: <laughs> it's over.
0: You've done DVD it. DVD is coming out soon. Let it go. Let it go.
1: Everything <laughs> already. It's done. Fine, It's fine. <laughs> so y'all know how we do it on the rap room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what everybody? 2019.
0: 2019. Peace, y'all. I'ma say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the rank room.